Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the pod. <laughs> I'm so excited for today's episode. I know. It, I mean, there's going to be a lot to talk about considering it's been a minute and we also just came back from a pretty large trip, you know. For the trip, on the trip of a lifetime. Not to be dramatic, <laughs> yeah. but. Trip of, a trip of a lifetime and journey that felt like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> a journey that felt like it was our whole life. Like, literally. <laughs> oh my god I don't think okay so I feel like if you haven't listened to the last few episodes me and Ishika just went to Thailand which was so cool oh. we also went to Tokyo which was yes. very cool mm-hmm. yes it so, was amazing yeah but you're right I did not realize it's so funny because I got dinner with a friend this week and I was telling her how many flights we took <laughs> it was so many bro it was so we- many and meanwhile, I also have, as we've mentioned, I don't know if y'all know, but we studied abroad in Europe. And when we were there, we overnight bust. We like did the early morning flights. So personally, I have always been like, listen, it's fine. I know mm-hmm. like traveling long distances is a lot and like it's uncomfortable, but like I can do it. After this trip, I can still do it. But now I mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I overestimated how, just how much it would be. Actually. Yeah. We feel the tiredness a little bit more. At least I did. I just like felt a little bit more tired. And maybe it's an age thing because we at that time we were traveling when we were 19. And now we're 23, 24. But also we're still young. I'm not going to, you know, age us already. (laughs) Yeah, I was calling ourselves older. (laughs) Okay, but I was was listening. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so funny. So last episode we had my boyfriend on the episode and lately I've just been calling myself 24 because I just feel very young compared to all our friends I just like am the like last one to like turn 20 it's two weeks away until you're 24 you're basically yeah but yeah so isn't it fair to just be like yeah I'm like I'm 24 and he's like no it's you're not 24 yet you like you still have time and I'm like dude like I'm already I'm already there my mind is already (laughs) my mind is 24 even though my body isn't (laughs) I will say, Monica is pretty young. Like some of our friends are turning twenty five right now, and Monica still be twenty three. Like it's, I know it's silly, but it feels like a big difference in this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but apart from that, the trip was very fun. So we'll definitely like delve into that. The there's a lot to talk about for sure. There's a lot to talk about. First mm-hmm. of all, I want to say last episode such a fun episode like I was listening back to our episode and it was so fun I really enjoyed it just like personally it was really good it was really good and it was so fun to have Cable on it was mm-hmm. really fun he's actually good at speaking on the podcast yeah I think it's the first time we both have been nervous with the guest because I was also nervous because I was like it's someone that we know really like we know like this is like not like yeah. a Obviously, we've had guests on that are our friends, but like, this is different. I don't know. Yeah. So when I was editing it, I could tell this is probably the most nervous I've ever been on an episode because I was (laughs) listening back and editing the episode, like cutting through the clips. Ishika, I barely talked in this episode because I'm so nervous. I can tell everyone else is there's like barely anything I said I was like bro like I was trying to cut pieces to like put on TikTok and reels and I like there wasn't much for me to <laughs> the, um, yeah so it wasn't a great moment, the- but yeah yeah no, you gotta let your partner shine sometimes and you did that okay 
There you go. <laughs> so funny. You definitely have to get like a figure out how like how to get like another mic or something like that because we were like switching back yeah. and forth. Um, yeah. But that was really good. So definitely go listen to that if you want to hear a little bit more about like a guy's perspective on dating, just living in New York in general. Like it was pretty good and a first no. guy. So it was a milestone. If you liked it, let us know. Like I we should have I think we should have a segment in which Kimball comes on every so often <laughs> and just gives a thought his thoughts on something. Like it like like every here and there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a whole episode. We don't gotta make him commit to a whole episode, but just like ten minutes every so often could be fun. So okay. I think it would be fun. If everyone else agrees, please tell us. Tell Let us, us like, know us. if you would yeah. want to hear his voice again. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. It would we have be to do like a little segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, how have you been feeling after we've come back from this trip? It's been like a week. Have you been recovering? Like, what's the deal? Hey, y'all, going to work this week is <laughs> a stretch. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. Yeah. It was a stretch. Uh, so just been kind of getting back in the zone of working physically. I definitely recovered. I think so. We came back Thursday late night, and I think that was good. Like, you kind of led into the weekend. And I'm mm-hmm. glad we didn't come in right when we had a week to go. Like, I'm glad we had that break um, between because I feel like I really needed it to mm-hmm. just rest and recuperate and on saturday i also went to new york fashion week because my mom walked uh in a new york fashion week event so i went to manhattan on saturday so i still had stuff going on but like i f- i'm so glad we had a little time to unpack unwind i think those two days were definitely tough and like yeah it's such a big time difference like the jet lag you do feel a jet lag so it was nice to kind of have a little downtime but yeah, I think I finally kind of got into my groove again and I'm like making it a goal to like make myself go- like start working out again, like kind of get back into the routine. I'm trying to slowly incorporate my routines back into my schedule. What about mm-hmm. you? How is your past week? Been? Wait, before I get into more of my catch up, I definitely want to hear a little bit more about your mom walking in a fashion show yeah, and like your bro. experience with going to yeah. like an Indian designer fashion yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was okay. So let's let me... Let's think back. So me and Masa went to a New York Fashion Week event last year. And so I was kind of comparing it to that. It was not, that was not a South Asian designer. That was a designer called Flying Solo. Or was it, is that, is Flying Solo a designer? Or like it was a like company? a group of designers yeah. that, yeah, yes. showcase at this event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we went to the Flying Solo event last year, which they did this year too. But I was kind of comparing it to that. So the designer was Arjuna Kocher. She's a pretty big deal. Like she had a million followers on Instagram over the weekend mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. this designer. But I personally had not seen like a, a ton of her work, but it was really cool. I was sitting in the audience. It was like, so one cool thing was they had four different rooms and these models like walked through the four rooms to represent the four different parts of the collection which was really cool. There was a roof area where they walked. I wasn't sitting on the roof, but mm-hmm. I was sitting in the first room. So it was pretty because they had like, the New York sky in the back and some of the pictures. Um, I was sitting there and I remember, and I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, there are so many influencers around me. And I think I also was able to recognize a lot because of like the pod and like how, like the kind of work that we do. Because there's a lot of South Asian influencers that I recognized. And I was telling mm-hmm. one of our friends after and she didn't know any of them. But like because I would because I'm kind of in that space a little bit, we're in that space. We're like recognize like, it, yeah. So many of them, 
but it was really cool. I'm really proud of her. I think she did a really good job. And it was like a mix of models, established models, and then some people like her who like are in the space exactly. And they're just like doing it. Um, But I think it was really fun. And yeah, I think it was cool. I, I always think these things can be a little bit organized a little bit better. And I think it's easy to say that when you're like watching it, but it must be so hard to with all that going into it in the background. That's why I understand that. But I think it was a cool experience overall. And the whole thing was about like 20 minutes, I would say, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. And it was just like a walkthrough. Um, mm-hmm. And they, and they, yeah, and they did a whole walk. And I, we got to meet the designer after and everything. So it was pretty good, I think. That's really cool. How did your mom even like get involved with like being able to yeah. walk something like that? So I think they were looking for some people that like weren't models. They wanted like a good mix. And then she knew someone who was part of the part of organizing the event. Mm-hmm. Um, so she asked my mom um, and my mom is like, Masa, you know, my mom, like she's super social. And so she's like talks. So I think she just made connections and she's always honestly, she's always wanted to do something in this space. So mm-hmm. I'm really proud of her. Like she has been wanting to do this. For she looks so. so cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing. She told me this too. I don't think they expected a plus size woman because there was not a lot of like diversity in body type. Mm-hmm. There was like height, but not a lot of weight diversity, I will say. Mm-hmm. So they like struggled a little bit to dress her, but they figured uh, it out. That's good. Uh, yeah, but they figured it out. But there was diversity in, in skin color for sure. Okay, like, that's good at model- least. Yeah, the models yeah. looked different. So that was cool, but they all were mm-hmm. like skinny. Um, yeah but it was really cool I, I think it was so cool there was also non-indian people but there was a good mix there was like so everyone looked people looked different it wasn't like we're mm-hmm. the same person over and over again I will that's say. good that's mm-hmm. good really cool experience and be able to like be in that space and like see different people and also yeah. like see an indian clothing collection i feel like that's really totally. cool to see and that representation really especially cool. in new york yeah and I think it was good for me because honestly, first of all, I was so dead the whole time. I remember being like, oh my God, like so tired. I, I'm trying so hard to like be present <laughs> here, but like it was such a stretch. Um, but I will say, I think it was really cool because, you know, Madison and I have talked about like kind of figuring out what we want to do career wise. And it was just cool to see a whole different aspect of like a different career completely. And like, I've, I've never really been exposed to like design and even with Indian fashion. So it was really cool to just kind of get see that exposure. World. Yeah. And I got to meet a couple of people from her team too, that I talked to. So it was just like, it kind of opened my eyes uh, into this whole other space. World, that I didn't know yeah. About. yeah. But you also went to a New York fashion week event. So you want to talk about yes. that? So a friend of a friend that Ishika and I are both like our yeah. friend's friend. Um, a mutual friend, yeah. Yes, basically the word <laughs> that I was looking for. But he had a, like a showcase or like presentation um, in the Soho area. And I didn't know what to expect with going in. And we knew he has like a designer brand, like two brands, like one that's more like streetwear style and one that's more like Indian style. It's called like What Happened to God. And then the other brand is called We Are Serenity. We and found then Serenity, yeah. we found Serenity, and yeah. it was so we had gone. I have such a funny story related to it, but first of all, it was a really cool experience. I think he had done so well. The whole setup of the thing was like amazing. Like me and Cable went inside, and it was like a quick thing because like a presentation, you kind of just like walk around and look through everything, yeah. and um, yeah. 
but it was really cool. It was like very well displayed, but it was just like really cool to like see something like that and see someone that we like kind of know or like our mm-hmm. friends were also there like working it because they know him. Um, it was just like cool to sh- like see that, you know, you someone who like literally come from a similar town like can do something like that. And it just like really inspired like me going into that space. And Ishika has like actually talked to him before and she's always mm-hmm. saying he's like such a nice person. He's so really it's just nice, like yeah. yeah. So that was really cool to see. And then my funny story with this is I there was like a huge line leading up to this yeah. event, okay? Like yeah down the block is huge like maybe like literally like hundreds of people waiting to get into this room and I didn't know that there was like a big line so me and Kayla are just like walking up and the line is like a little bit farther away so they because they couldn't line up like right in front of the studio so obviously I didn't think that line was connected to the studio so what they would do is like they would send groups of people as like because they only could have like a certain amount of capacity and leave me and Cable just walk to the front stand there go (laughs) in and leave and later to find out we go on Instagram and they're like there's like this giant ass line we didn't even stand in it we just walked right (laughs) I was like wait no one checked my ticket I said hi to like a couple of our friends there like they didn't really say anything Sometimes, anyways, like sometimes the connections you get, you gotta use the connections. Yeah, because right? <laughs> I just when said hi to my friends and we went. And I went inside, but <laughs> yeah, when your friends are playing on a show, you get to go in. Okay, like yeah. it's fine. But I have a question. So I know yeah. we just like streetwear and then Indian clothes. So was that cool to see it together? Because I've never really seen the combination of both. I feel like that was the yeah. Coolest, seeing the videos and I was like, this is so interesting. Yeah, it was really cool because like half of it was streetwear and half of it was Indian clothes, but then some of them he like mixed. Like he took the oh. kurta and then put the streetwear pants on the bottom, um, oh. and then he put the blouse with streetwear pants. So it was like. It was like he was trying to combine both of them, but also keep it separate. It was it was really cool, and also the Indian clothes were beautiful. So yeah, it was really yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah, I appreciate okay. fashion a lot, even though I can never, I don't think I ever have ever discovered that. I just like appreciate it and think it's such an yeah. art when people express themselves through their clothing. Totally, and then yeah. the, so our, this our fr- designer friend who did this. He was just on Pop Shift. They did like a little thing on him too. And mm-hmm. it's just really cool to see not only people we know, but like brown people killing it, like people killing it in the fashion space. And I feel like fashion week has looked so different just in the past three years, five years. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. It's mm-hmm. just so cool to kind of see the progression. And yeah, hopefully there's more space yeah. for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I hope the South Asian community of creators and designers or whatever think like keeps growing because Ishika was also telling me the other day that the community is actually so small. I feel like we really like small. all like know yeah. of each other, like know people and someone else knows someone. It's like such a small space. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I think, yeah, it's cool to see kind of the expansion. And I think another cool thing about that event is even though I couldn't go because it was the same time as my mom's, it's just like it was cool to get kind of a back a glimpse to the back end of it because we got to kind of know people who are working it and kind of hear mm-hmm. stuff behind the scenes. And one of our best friends was doing ticketing and helping with all the background work. So like it was cool to kind of not only see the front end, which is what we have seen in the past for the past two years, but also kind of what like what goes before. into it. Yeah. yeah, Which, which is, is a lot, lot of work. Yeah. A lot of planning. You, so much planning goes into just 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Totally. That's like true. you were saying, that walk was 20 minutes long. Like, imagine how many months they were planning 
for this show. I agree. It's crazy. Yeah. I agree. That's it's like a wedding. You plan it for a whole year and then it's done in like two days. <laughs> so true. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> and like I, I hear it from like a lot of like brides and stuff like that. They're just like, it just flew by. Like I just planned it for a whole year and it's done. Like it's crazy. I know. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, yeah. But go going – Yeah, go little catch up. Um, but – yeah, my week has been good, like, getting back into routine. It's been a little bit weird, like, going from being around people all the time to, like, not being around people all the time. And I don't – it's just this is the first time I've ever felt it. Like, just, like, a weird feeling of loneliness after the trip. On Friday, like, because we came back Thursday night, I was too tired to even recognize my feelings. So on Friday, I – No, y'all, we were dead. Like, wait till we tell you – the story okay but yeah you're really tired so on friday i like woke up and i had taken the day off because i just wanted a day to recover and i was like damn it's so quiet it's so like i I don't know how to explain it i think a lot of people experience it after travel like it my i was telling talking to my mom about it and she's like it happens all the time it also happens when like there's so much family in the house and all of a sudden like they all leave like it's just so empty um but it was like a really weird feeling and I feel like I'm finally fine now but the first few days after travel I was like this is just weird I feel so lonely um I felt similar emotions I think I know this about myself and I like to think I'm someone who's pretty in tune with my emotions and I'm an emotional person like I will just mm -hmm. put that there I'm pretty sensitive and so I think every time I go on a big trip when I come back I feel the like the change because it's so different and so I knew it I know what happened so I always give myself some grace in the first couple of days because for me it's like this is gonna happen and mm-hmm. you're right it's so weird because we were together with like there were seven of us 24 7 for like 12 days 13 days mm-hmm. straight so it's obviously it's a little bit like oh and I think I felt the loneliness differently because I'm in this in my house with like so many people around me, but I know I would have felt it even more had I been in my old apartment because mm-hmm. like, yeah, so when you wake up and you're like, what is going on? Like, there's no yeah. one, there's no one yelling <laughs> downstairs. What? <laughs> I um, can't just like walk into another room and just like chat it up. Yeah. Totally. But you know what it is? I think I was also feeling really weird. Like, I don't want, like, okay, I'm trying to think of how to put this into words but like it felt like such a like different experience like I almost felt like I was like uh, like in like a different dimension like I know that's silly but like when I came back I kept thinking on the flight over like oh my god this trip has been so long like I felt that way throughout the trip like it's such a long trip we've been gone for Mm -hmm. so long the second I got home I was like I just felt like I just left here like it it was such (laughs) a different we were so far away it was such a different environment like Mm -hmm. I was really taken outside of myself and I think it gives you a weird perspective right you're like wait I'm not working every day for two weeks I can kind of I can kind of take a second and like take myself out of it and so when I came back I was like okay like it's just kind of hard to transition back mentally as well. Like, yeah, it's kind of figuring it all out because like you feel a sense of adventure all the time. And then I'm coming back to my, my daily life, which I'm still trying to figure out. I'm not fully satisfied with in terms of like how it looks. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about this career wise. So I'm sitting there like, okay, this is a big <laughs> difference. I don't know if yeah. you felt that. 
No, I definitely felt that too. And like going back to work, like you said, was like tough. I didn't have the same kind of motivation that I probably did um, before I left. It was just like, I was like itching to get motivation. Like I would go to work, go to the office because I felt like I could get more stuff done there. Um, But so really crazy feeling and I have never felt it after a trip except for this one. And I was like, whoa, 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 emotions, but feeling good now. Yeah. But there is also something to be said for routine. Like, I know both of us are, like, yeah. we like our little routine. And it kind of feels good to kind of be in your bed, mm-hmm. do your grocery shop. Mm-hmm. Like I have everything that I want. Yeah. Not out of a mug. suitcase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the suitcase. <laughs> well, I'm the whole trip. Is it a suitcase? Okay, but you have to give the listeners the background. <laughs> How are y'all supposed to live out of a suitcase for 14 days? This is what I do. When I'm on vacation, I usually unpack the second I get there. But we were moving around every three days. And mm-hmm. I had a big suitcase. So it was just, I could not unpack every time. And yeah. I was struggling so hard to find what I needed when I needed it. And my suitcase was a constant mess. And I don't know how to, I don't know what I could have done different. I don't know. I think I need to get packing cubes. I know I need to do it differently. Packing cubes, yeah. It's because suitcase looked like a little explosion every it time. Did. It did. And that's not the first time. Because every mm-hmm. time we go on a trip, all of us, I'm known for my suitcase to be like that. And I'm aware. <laughs> like, we went to Martha's Vineyard in May. I remember my suitcase was the same way. But that's because I cannot unpack it. I cannot. <laughs> okay, packing cubes might be the solution. And the funniest thing is that some of our friends like bought it without telling everyone and they were organized, like doing great the whole trip. They would pack up for the next flight so quickly. I'm like, bro, where's the memo? Why why did I catch the trying- memo? <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it could have been nice to kind of know about know about that beforehand. They're like, let me be secretly organized without telling Ishika. (laughs) Yeah, like we know Ishika starts with this, but we're not going to tell her about it. Like, come on. But Masa, do you want to tell, like, I guess where we all went? Yeah. So Ishika and I, we went to Thailand with a group of seven of us total. And we, Ishika has said it before that we've traveled to many different cities before. So that was kind of what this trip encompassed. We went to Bangkok and then after that we went to Chiang Mai and then we went to Phuket. Um, So it was definitely a really big trip to even get there. It was like a 16 hour flight and then we had a long layover and then another six and a half hour flight and then an hour to the Airbnb. So it was a lot. Um, But it was really cool to, you know, be in a place that, uh, it's just so different than like mm. anything. You can't even like it's just like a completely different culture, a completely different environment, so much different food, so many different people. Um, and honestly, the biggest trip that I've ever done with friends before. Totally. totally. Yeah. I agree too. I agree. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite city out of the three? So I think out of the three, Chiang Mai was definitely my favorite, but I think it was most prior mostly due to what we did there and where we stayed. So we stayed in this really pretty resort while we were in Chiang Mai and it literally felt like a dream. Um, if you want to see pictures, like definitely go to Ishika and I's Instagram. We definitely posted a few, um, but it was beautiful. Like I've never stayed in a resort like that. It just like felt like we were in a jungle and it wasn't tourist season. So there wasn't a lot of people around. So it just like felt like we had the whole place to ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. 
it was I beautiful. Think in like, general. Mm-hmm. Sorry, finish your thought. Finish your thought. I was just saying that like it was so nice. Like it, our rooms like led out to the pool. Like it was it was so nice. Yeah. I think in general we went during rainy season and we we were only affected when we were in Phuket, which was like the beach, ta- like the beach area, and I think that's where it rained the most. But I think it was good because we didn't have to make any reservations. Like we made reservations, but we didn't really need them anywhere because there was mm-hmm. not enough people. There are not enough tourists in general to like make it hard to to do what we wanted to do, and that was one I think benefit of traveling in not peak time. Yeah, I agree. Like we were able to get everything we wanted, make any reservations. We didn't even have to make reservations to like anything. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite place. That's where we got to see um, elephants, and that was my first time seeing an elephant up close. So that was really cool. <laughs> they're so friendly but also like yeah. i was scared also because <laughs> they're so big they're yeah. so big like you you don't they know are. what their next move is <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah. that open sanctuary well first of all i was looking forward to that from so long like i just mm-hmm. i i knew i would enjoy it but it like made me emotional because we i think one cool thing that we did is like I think when you go to Thailand, it's so easy to see an elephant and there's so many ways to do it. It's not like, oh, there's only one sanctuary. You can go to like, you have your pick. But we really like tried to go to an ethical one. And I think we found one. And it was just so emotional because these elephants, some of them, like one of them had stepped in a landmine and like you could obviously physically was missing parts of its body and it was just so insane to hear about what these elephants had been through and they literally are saving these animals they're mm-hmm. just taking it whatever they can mm-hmm. and it just gives you perspective i feel like sometimes we just live our daily lives and you just like forget you don't even know that this is an issue happening like yeah you know it but then when you are there and you're seeing the actual result it's a whole different story and i don't know it, it got me so emotional and like they're just they just felt like such gentle creatures. Like it's so cool to see they had emotions and they had relationships and like personalities. <laughs> it was just so cool to see them. It was just crazy. Yeah. It was really cool yeah. to see like, like you said, their emotions and feelings. And I think the our tour guide was like even telling us like that they're like one of the elephants. Like he was like eating this like stock and yeah. he would like only eat like certain parts of the stock because he like knew that the other ones didn't taste good. And it's just like funny to like see that elephants have like the same kind of thought processes that we do. Yeah. Um and it was really cute. Um and they eat so much. It's crazy how much they it's eat. So- and the way they eat is so cute. <laughs> totally. So I'm yeah. shopping special. It's called Elephant Nature Park. Mm-hmm. Um I, I tagged it on my Instagram and I think Anasa did too. So if you go on mm-hmm. our Instas, you could just go and see it. It's so cool. And these elephants had so much space. Like that was mm-hmm. another cool thing. They literally had so much space for them. Um, I think back to that day and I sometimes like, I look back at the pictures and I was like, I was there. It literally looks like a postcard because you're literally mm-hmm. in the mountains. Chennai is mm-hmm. a, a mountain town and so you're in the mountains watching these elephants bathe with like buffaloes in the background like you're like what is life right now I I had had a what is life moment when we were there it was crazy I'm so happy that we went to that specific place and didn't go to a place where like you ride them and stuff like that because it really I don't know I feel like seeing an animal like live its normal life is just so beautiful or like live a life that's the most normal it could possibly be um I don't know it was just like very emotional 
um, and very cool to see. Yeah. It's so cool. And, and you could even go volunteer there. And I was like, I would love to. I if really only we were vets. <laughs> I know, but I think they were saying you can come and like do more of like the grunt work. Like you can like clean up and like do all that, which obviously will be hard work. But they let mm-hmm. you volunteer for like one week at a time. And I hope one day in the future, if I ever have like a break between jobs or like it's possible for me, like I really hope I can go back because it was yeah. just also our tour guide was so informational and like, Y'all know I was chatting up the whole time. Like it was just, <laughs> I was learning all about. It was just so cool, and they had it organized so well. So I liked mm-hmm. that whole experience a lot. I yeah, I agree, and it was like a full day thing. So definitely, if you ever in Thailand, um, we both highly recommend going to this place. It was just life changing, and I don't think I'll ever forget that day ever. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Really good day. I'm trying to think of um. What was your favorite? I think in terms of things we did, I think I love that was my favorite, the elephant sanctuary, mm-hmm. but I also really liked Phuket. I think that I feel like you can go to Phuket itself for 10 days because mm-hmm. there are so many little islands around it. There's so many water sports to do. Like, I feel like you can go to Phuket, but if you're going to Phuket, I would say go during tourist season because mm-hmm. you can actually make the most of it. Um, but I think we did what we could. Like the one day it was raining really bad. We went, we found a little pottery studio and kind of did some Made painting. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was a cute little ex- uh, like experience to make the most of the rain. But I loved old Phuket town and I mm-hmm. loved the beaches. You know, I love beaches and I wish we mm-hmm. could have just, like, seen that more. So I really liked Phuket personally. I enjoyed it. And I, and I hope one day I can go back because I feel like that's the one place I there's more to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think Phuket also had a lot to do. Like the town was very cute and like all the little cute stores had so many different things that were just so cute. Um, the food was really good there too. And also just well, I feel like we need to little talk about a little bit about the boat, just because I just thought it was yeah. like a very funny thing and not exactly what I expected it to be. So I had okay. yeah. seen what the boat tour would be like on Instagram. So My where cousin did we go? went. So we were at like the Fifi Islands, like boat tour. So then, yeah, Fifi Islands. Sorry. (laughs) And um, so my cousin had gone earlier in the year, like when the weather was a lot better. So when she had put it on her story, I was like, "Wow, this is beautiful! Like, I'm so excited for this relaxing boat trip." And we get on this boat. First of all, the weather is not the great, but luckily we went when it was like not really raining. It was just very cloudy. And we get on this boat just to get to the island. It was just this like high speed boat that would like literally like levitate in the air, fall back down. It was like a whole roller coaster ride to like get all the way there. And I thought it was like in my head, I thought it was just going to be like luxurious, calm thing that like goes into the islands and like chills and we like go into the water. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't like that yeah. at all. Also, they packed this boat. Can I just say, like, this boat is going up and down, and you're hitting the person in the left and the right of you. Like, you are packed in this boat. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they, like, give you a little snack. Like, they give you like, coffee and some, like, toast and stuff before you get on, because we went on really early in the morning. And they have, y'all, they have a bowl of nausea medicine just sitting there, <laughs> like, as part of the breakfast bread. It was in the breakfast bread. And I remember looking at it, and I was like, oh, no. Oh no! And then our it's not gonna be good. <laughs> our guide was like, "I highly recommend y'all take it." And I, I'm gonna be honest. I think 
obviously you don't want to take medicine that you don't need so me and mm-hmm. ross are both like okay we don't need yeah this. we're like oh we're good we don't need this we got this like we we swim all the time we've been on water we know what we're doing like we got this mm-hmm. luckily though luckily okay one of our friends got seasick so i had taken a few of the medicine like new of the pills and put them in my back Ju- mm-hmm. i don't know i wouldn't have done it if if i if she wasn't there but she was like can yeah. you keep some in case i need some and i take a i took a few extra and mm-hmm. you know we pulled those out in the first time <laughs> we each other we're like let's take them out just like 10 minutes into the broth ride i was like i think i need to take this yeah and, <laughs> and i'm like, so glad that we did <laughs> we would have been throwing up we would have been and i'm not someone who gets seasick that's cut from someone who has gone on week-long cruises who has mm-hmm. like been on boats i've i've knocked on wood not i've never gotten seasick and this yeah, me I, either. That's why I had like full faith. I was like, oh, I don't need this. I'm not even gonna look at it. <laughs> but I could feel, I could feel the nausea starting when I took it. Oh, I oh like, me too. <laughs> me too. I yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I'm glad that we were able to go despite the weather because most of the mm-hmm. time we were in Phuket, it, it was raining on and off. Basically, we were we had to like make do in between raining. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad they still let us go because we were worried that we wouldn't be able to do it at all. Yeah. And I'm glad we got to at least see it. I mean, it wasn't exactly the experience that we had thought of, but I'm glad that it we- It was still really it. cool. And it was beautiful. Yes. The water was like very like greenish blue turquoise. And we were able to like get off the boat and like go um, snorkeling a little bit. So we got to see like the inside and I've never snorkeled before. So that was really cool. Yeah. And it was very clear. I love snorkeling. I- will always snorkel if I have the possibility. And this mm-hmm. is one of the clearest waters that I've seen. Really? It so yeah, it was so clear. Like, you could see all the way down. Yeah. Um, you know, the crazy thing is I've never snorkeled where, the fi- where like, the fish are, like, at you. Like, this was, you know what the difference was? I think we snorkeled in a very shallow, in very shallow water. You could see mm-hmm. the ground. Usually when mm-hmm. I snorkel, yeah, you can see the ground, but it's not as shallow. Mm-hmm. It's usually a little deeper, so the fish aren't swimming like I level with you I was scared that the fish were gonna like touch me like mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. and I was getting so scared because I didn't want to touch the wildlife and like you know you don't want to you want you don't know to, like, yeah yeah and you want them to live a normal as normal as life, life as possible like you don't want to touch the. and I was like I don't really want to touch this random fish like I don't know what's going on here. I'm sure a few fish were like touching me though because like, I could feel totally. like something like hit totally. me yeah yeah we 100% we 100% touched them because they were like coming at us yeah it was crazy it's it a crazy. really cool experience like and just being able to just stick your head in a little bit and you can just see everything was just really cool what did you think of snorkeling did you like it it was really fun. I mean, I love yeah. water, but I just have yeah, never gotten an opportunity to like do yeah. that. And I definitely would do it again if given the opportunity. I think you did such a good job because, okay, the first time I went snorkeling and the first time like I've seen people go snorkeling, it's so tough to breathe. And mm-hmm. that is so hard because if you can't breathe and you're underwater and you're with this contraption, you'll start panicking automatically. And it's mm-hmm. so easy to like freak out, but you like got it right away. Like I think it's it because good. we swam for so long yeah. that we like yeah. just have the experience with just being underwater and like being in it for like long periods of time. Still hard, bro. Like I still to control. It's hard to to learn. Like you have to learn how to like breathe through it because even if it comes down a bit, you just get sucked with water all yeah. throughout your all throughout your mouth. But yeah, I love. Snor- I want to go deep sea mm-hmm. diving one day. 
I love it. It's so Is that fun. when you go like a little bit deeper and you have like oxygen tank and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. That's when you actually go under the surface. Because here you have to stay on the surface. The second you that tube goes down, it's full with water. That's but really deep cool. sea diving is like underneath. Yeah. Mm. That was really fun. Um, I I was scared of going in the water at first, though, because I've never gone like in the middle of the ocean and like jumped off a boat before, and. I think the only reason that I was finally able to like, get into the water is because I just like fell off the edge and like that's how I ended up in the water. But As I was coming off the boat, I just tripped and I fell into the water and I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's the best way to do it or I just would have like chickened out. <laughs> but it was harder to swim in the ocean than it was in the pool. Like maybe yeah. it's also because I was tired. Like it could be that because like by the time we went swimming, it had been like we had snorkeled, we had had a day and then mm-hmm. we were like swimming. I was like, okay, this is like because the current is just different. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Feel, it's a different place to swim in the ocean than the middle of the ocean. I think. <laughs> Yeah, thank God for me falling. Maybe that's just the way to do it. You just have to get someone to push you in there. (laughs) True, true. Um, Apart from snorkeling, um, we also did a cooking class in Chiang Mai, which Ishika was not able to go to, but I wish she was there. Yeah, I got sick, which honestly, not too out of character for me. It's fine. We traveled so much, I felt it. I kind of knew it was coming because like, I knew I wasn't sleeping as much as I should be. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't drinking the right water. I was tired. And I like, mm-hmm. I was like, this could, this could happen. Uh, yeah. But luckily it wasn't too bad. Like I only kind of missed a day of the trip. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that it wasn't like too much or it like carried on to the end of the trip. It was like a one day thing. And then after that you were like, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but you had fun uh, cooking class. It was really cute. The cooking class is fun also because, you you know me, I like always make my food look pretty. So I just really enjoyed that. And um, it was just really cool to see that a lot of the dishes are also very easy to remake. I think Asian food can be a little bit scary or intimidating sometimes because there's a lot of ingredients that we don't really know of. Like sometimes going to the grocery store, it's like you don't know what all these things are. But then it just made me realize like these things are so easy to make and so fun to make too and they taste so good. Uh, like if you have a couple of the ingredients on hand, like you can make so many dishes with just a few ingredients. Um, yeah. So that was really cool. They like took us through the farm that they got a lot of their ingredients from. And that was really cool. And the funniest thing is they had like a little chicken coop and there was like a lot of, a lot of all the chickens are girl chickens, obviously, because they lay eggs. But they named them all Katie. And I don't know why. I was just like cracking up when we were like, oh, what's their name? Like Katie. They're Katie's and the guys, guy, the roosters are Kevin's. All of them. <laughs> like not just like all of them had the same name. Katie one, Katie two, Katie <laughs> Oh, that one, Katie two. She's also Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Katie two be crazy. You know her. It's so <laughs> funny. Even with all the elephants, they all had like such beautiful names. And then there was Jenny. <laughs> Yeah, there's one that was Jenny. <laughs> but the elephants, they all, like, had all unique names and personalities and relationships. Here, it was like, yeah, they all, they're all the same. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a really cool experience. Um, what else but did we general, do? But in general, we ate good, too. We ate oh. good throughout this trip. Mm-hmm. Ate really good. Ate a lot of pad thai. Um, yeah. A lot of mango sticky rice. Ashika's, like, favorite. <laughs> Yeah, you Thai ice tea and mango sticky rice. Come on, mm, so I good. had my 
Yes, and the chicken cow soy. Come on. Mm, the chicken, the cow soy is so good. It's so good. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. One. Okay. They have a really good one at Soother. I will mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. They have a good chicken one at Soother. Yeah. But obviously, it hits different in Thailand. I will say. Yeah. I never tried it because they don't do a veggie version chicken. there. But yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll find um, you a place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's so many. Um, yeah. But other than that, we also in Bangkok went to like this floating market. And yeah, that was a really cool yeah. experience. I mean, now that I'm thinking back about it, we actually did a lot. We did, we did so much. Um, and that was a really cool experience because it was just like this market, like any other market that you would probably go to on the streets, but you're on a boat and you like go to each stall by boat. And that was just a really cool experience. So mm-hmm. it was very different than what I thought it was because mm-hmm. I had like done my little Pinterest research beforehand. And when I saw pictures of the floating market, each mar- each shop was on a boat as well. Mm-hmm. So like you're on a boat, but all the shops are on a boat also. Mm-hmm. So you're like kind of like boating and you stop at the different little boats and get what you want. Mm-hmm. What was happening here is that all the shops were on the edge of the water like on the on the land but right at the edge of the land Mm -hmm. and you're uh on your little boat kind of going parallel on the water to these shops Mm -hmm. so only you're in the water and they're uh not which was which was really cool too because you're like you're kind of like and it was cute it was so cute but i Mm -hmm. think we went to it was i think the thing is that when you go to like like these sort of rural countries it's it's they're they're curating a tourist experience so like i knew we got a little scammed and i knew it was like a little touristy but it was still amazing because we've never experienced something like that like we don't we don't know that at all yeah definitely touristy because you just know going into it like everyone on the boats are tourists um like no regular probably people who live there probably don't really like go to this but it was it was still really cool um the food was really good. We even got Ishiga. I've come to learn is really good at bargaining and like can like negotiate a price when you're trying to get something. And part of Indian yeah. culture when you go to India is yeah. just like to bargain. You bargain everything. Like you want a bracelet, yeah. bargain. You want a hair clip, bargain. bargain. And I always get nervous. Ishika, on the other hand, is she just knows. She knows what to do. <laughs> no, I'm like, you're not cheating me. What'd you say? Yeah. What'd you say that was? Like, yeah. I'm not mean about it, but I'm like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you're nice. Yeah, I tried. I tried for us, okay? I really did. She will be like, it's place. in our blood. You know where we're from? Yeah. We're from India. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because we were at the floating market, and this one guy, was it when we bought your bag? I think, mm-hmm. Or it was, we bought a couple of things, but he was giving us a prize, and I'm like, no. And he kept going, and I was like, listen, we're from India. Like, you can't stop trying to cheat me. And I think y'all started laughing so loud. It was really funny, though. I like marketing. It's fun. It is <laughs> Because you know that they're literally making the price way higher than it, like, is retailed for. So, because they know where we're from, and they know we're tourists. So, yeah. yeah. Because marketing is just part of the culture. Like- and it wasn't like a like a local market. Like you don't get like f- like groceries. It was like a mm-hmm. like a like tourism, a tourist attraction. Like kind of souvenirs. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. had like more like souvenirs than like 
groceries and like spices and stuff that people would go to shop on a daily basis this mm-hmm. is like oh i'm coming to thailand let me get a souvenir also can we talk about Marasan, the souvenirs there some of the sculptures were shaped a little interesting. Oh, very interesting. You know, when you like go somewhere, like you'll see like, you know, some body parts and you're like, oh, whatever, like this is normal. Yeah. But this, these ones were like. No, insane. 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 I like. Very don't graphic. To, yeah, very graphic. Honestly, I don't, lo- I didn't love them. Yeah. It's so funny because there's one time where <laughs> we stopped somewhere and. All of us were like, he, 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 oh my god, what's going on? Like, and I know one time me and Masa looked at each other, like, my mouth was open. I was like, what? And the the lady turned around and looked at us and started laughing because she realized that we were like, freaking out. Because we've never seen such visual things just like out and about, like people that people can purchase like that. But also, people be, if they're making, still having those there, people be buying them. Like, I wonder, y'all, yeah. imagine coming back from Thailand and be like, look at the souvenir I got and it <laughs> being that. I want to know who did I want to know who did that. Oh my God. I don't think it very much represents Thailand, but it was what it was. It doesn't. It's, it's, so I'm confused. Like, why would you choose that as your souvenir? But to yeah, each its own. To each its, its own. own. <laughs> it was funny. Hmm. But it was really good. Do you good. have a favorite? Do you have a favorite souvenir or like little thing that you bought? Because we did a t- not a lot of shopping, but we mm-hmm. did like try to pick up some things here and there. I bought so much candy, like so much chocolate. Oh, like it's crazy. <laughs> I came back and Cable had come and visited me over the weekend, and I was like giving a few the things that I bought for him, and I was like. I had a whole bag filled with chocolate in Chicago. Like all these different things from like Tokyo, from everything. And I'm glad I bought so many snacks because they were so cheap. But I'm like, when yeah. am I going to eat all of these? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was my favorite because I feel like they're so different. You can't get it anywhere else. So yeah. I'm glad I bought some snacks. What about you? Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, hmm. The elephant sanctuary, um, We like the people that work there make these little carvings of the specific elephants that are there. And then obviously all the money that you spend at the gift shop goes right back into the sanctuary. So we all bought some of the elephants and I bought uh, a sculpture of one of the elephants that we saw there. She was the longest, the elephant that had been at the sanctuary the longest. Mm-hmm. And she had such an interesting, sad story. So that was one of my favorite things because it was so unique. Um and then I bought some chopsticks in Tokyo too, mm-hmm. which was really fun. And you know what I've started doing is I've started getting postcards places mm-hmm. I go. So I got one in Tokyo. I got one in Thailand. Um, and they were really, really pretty. So You I also got – um, oh, my God. The shoes that you bought in Tokyo were really cool. <gasps> yes. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I Yes, 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 yes. So there's this Japanese brand called Onitsuka Tiger – um, when I was shopping, I learned that the founder of Nike actually started working at that brand. That's how he started. Um, those brands have been around for a long time, and they're owned by Asics. It was such a cool, really, really cool. I bought my brother and I matching shoes. They're really cool. I already want another pair because the pair I got, I was like going back and forth between their. They had this very unique style to them, which is like a very like oval kind of shoe uh, mm-hmm. that you don't see a lot in a, in American shoe styles mm-hmm. yeah and, and american sneakers and i was like oh i don't know this is too different for me so i didn't end up getting that style and they got a shape that's more similar to what i already own uh like so i wish i kind of just did it and sent it and got the kind of 
more out there pair. So I think I think my next sneaker purchase in the future will probably maybe be Onitsuka, but I don't know if they have any showrooms. I think they might have some in New York. I have to do some. I feel some like looking. they should, or maybe online. Yeah. Ever since yeah. you bought those shoes and have been talking about it, I've just been noticing it everywhere. Like this morning, I went to go on a walk to get some coffee, and the guy in front of me had the oh, shoes okay. and I was like yeah. it's like that thing when you like say it or they like talk about it you like start to see it more and I've been realizing like it's actually like it's so cool and their they're shoes really are cool. really cute yeah they're really cute they're really they're cute cool. and they're their logo kind of looks like the ASICS logo because of their mm-hmm. own bias it's like a variation on that logo yeah but yeah really, really and you've cool always sneakers. been into like shoes and buying sneakers yeah I, yeah I like a good mm-hmm. sneaker I will admit mm-hmm. and it's also because I think I have a younger brother who's like close in age to me and has has also kind of a sneaker culture so I kind of have got I don't know I guess kind of got that passed on to me but I you guys have, have to wear them together <laughs> I know so we're going to London together in a couple mm-hmm. months and I really really want to pull out pull them out in London and do like a little not like matching fit but like coordinated kind of fit mm-hmm. you know I think it would be that'd cute. be so cute <laughs> so they're really cool and I'm, I feel like I'm so excited for fall because now you know you need some good sneakers for fall mm-hmm. and I'm gonna wear them a lot I know mm-hmm. in the next few months yeah um I'm trying to think of what else we did on this trip but I think overall it was just like such a crazy trip mm-hmm. such a crazy journey um the flight back in Chicago was so bad <laughs> tell the story of like I guess how we came, like how many flights we took and like that whole journey first of all. We went okay, so we took Ishika had gone to Tokyo before, so she already did the long stretch a little bit before us. But we did 16 hours, did a 10-hour layover in Tokyo, which I'm very grateful for because we were able to like take a stop there and look around, which was very cool. Yeah. Definitely have to go back to Japan. But that was a really cool experience to just be able to walk around and see everything. And then another six and a half hours to Thailand. And then in between, we had to take an hour flight to Chiang Mai and then an hour flight to Phuket and then back to Bangkok. And then the next day, we traveled all the way back in Ishika. The flight back was the hardest thing that I've ever experienced because probably because we were so tired. I was like, oh my God, I'm so stuffed. I I was so happy that I had an aisle seat because I could like feel a little bit freer. But I just had annoying people around me. The lady behind me was, like, putting her feet on my seat. Like, so, like, you know the two armchairs? Like, her feet were just, like, there from behind. Something. You know what I did? I got into a – it's so gross. Like, why are your feet there? It's obnoxious. Come on, man. Like, you have to be – I paid for the seat. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. I was so annoyed. Um, and the girl next yeah. to me had to get up every single hour. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's. I will say, I think one thing I wish we did differently in hindsight is that what we did was we, we booked our flights a long time ago, months and months and months ago, and we booked it in and out of Bangkok. And then we planned uh, within Thailand what we're going to do. I wish we booked in Bangkok and out of our last city instead of having to do go back to Bangkok. I yeah. feel like that would have... Um, been smart but obviously we booked so much in advance so we we got good prices and tickets and everything Mm -hmm. so i don't regret our our flights but i think that's something we could have looked into so anyone who's traveling to like a bunch of different cities look into that if you can do your return flight from the city yeah if you don't book all the cities at least think of 
you're to and from and that'll help you like make everything totally. easier because when you, when I went to Europe in December we thought of that and we like flew into one city and flew out of the other city so it was a lot yes. easier that way um and I saves a lot of time and why, energy yeah mm-hmm. the reason why this one felt longer is because we were in Asia and it's such a long flight so like for context the last day like we flew to uh from Bangkok to from Phuket to Bangkok and we're just there for like 12 hours at an airport mm-hmm. near the at a hotel near the airport just mm-hmm. like trying to recuperate before we woke back up at 4 a.m the next morning and mm-hmm. then we did Bangkok to Tokyo Tokyo to Newark that last drive to Bangkok to Tokyo Tokyo to New York was 24 hours of a flight because I I remember I, I posted it this is so funny I posted an Instagram story as you were leaving right like oh my mm-hmm. little cute like plane bye bye Thailand and then when I got off the plane, there was like one hour left on the Instagram story. It's because it, I think t- we like time traveled. <laughs> no, because the, the Instagram story stays up for 24 hours. It doesn't matter what, when you put it up. Oh, it from Bangkok there. since we left. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole journey. Bangkok, the whole journey was that last, that last thing was 24 hours. Imagine just traveling wow. for a whole day. <laughs> well, I mean, we did that. So not even imagine. <laughs> okay, so I guess to end the end of this episode what is next on your bucket list where is the next place you really want to go to for now i want to stay put for a little bit okay. <laughs> <Ishika. That is laughs> i have actually been on a flight every month since march so i am done for a bit <laughs> even though i'm getting on a flight next week again yeah. um <laughs> uh, i don't know what's I'm very grateful to be able to fly every month, but it's like tiring on my body. Um, But I think next, I definitely want to explore more of the U.S. itself. Um, So I want to do more like cities within the U.S., um, more like West Coast stuff, um, Seattle, maybe like some of that kind of stuff. And then definitely I'm ready for Europe again. So that'll be a long line. Me too, actually. (laughs) Um, or maybe like South America I feel like that's something Mm. I haven't done a lot of but it's so cool because my dream place to go is Japan and I finally got to go not for a long time but like for a bit and now I'm like okay now now what's my dream place because it's been that forever but yeah yeah what about you what's next on your list yeah I think South America maybe South America would be next but I want to go back to Japan Japan changed my life like love 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 Japan so so good I think but no yeah Mm -hmm. it was a good trip overall and if this inspires you to go travel definitely do that i feel like seeing the world is such a beautiful thing in a different way so take some time off to travel if you're able to i feel very grateful that we were able to like do such a big trip at our age you know it's crazy um but yeah as usual definitely go follow ishika and i and the pod on instagram tiktok all the things and let us know if you want any specific guests or topic ideas or anything like that and we'll be sure to have them on but yeah thanks so much for listening and you'll hear us next week Bye. (laughs) bye